Hey everyone, it is Nick Bradley here. Welcome to another week of Scale Up. So this is a pretty special week for me because if I go back a few years, before I started this podcast, I got myself in a room in Chicago at an event called Unleash the Power Within. And that is an event that a lot of you know is run by Tony Robbins. And it is Tony and that event, you know, that one thing that changed the trajectory of everything that I do today. Such a profound experience for me that what I used to do and the life that I had before that event and what I do now is just a full paradigm shift. As I started to explore this new world and what I wanted to do, which was to serve business owners and entrepreneurs, help them create high value businesses so they can achieve freedom, wealth and impact. There were a few people out there that I started to listen to and think of as mentors because the stuff that they were doing in the world was was resonating with my personal values. And today's guest is one of those people. Dean Graciosi is Tony Robbins' business partner. He has been in the world of education and personal development for well over 25 years. He is a New York Times best-selling author. He's an entrepreneur, he's an investor. He started or he's played a major role in over 14 successful companies. And his mission is to deliver self-education to those seeking transformation, fulfillment, and success outside the traditional education path. Somebody else is starting off where you used to be. And even if you're a chapter ahead of them, just a chapter, your information to help them go faster is priceless to them. Now, the conversation you're about to listen to, in my opinion, is an absolute masterclass in mindset, belief, becoming the best version of yourself, things that are super important to me. And I've spoken about these concepts, these ideals for the last few years because I know that they can make a big difference for you. What is more painful? A friend thinking you're crazy or a little bit of failure or the end of your life seeing a video of the person you could have been? So sit back, enjoy this conversation. It was a bit of an emotional one for me because as I said, it connects me with someone who I've admired for some time and has made a massive change for me in my life. And I hope that this conversation with myself and Dean Graciosi does the same for you. So without further ado, welcome to Scale Up with Nick Bradley, Dean Graciosi. Hey everybody, it is Nick Bradley here. Welcome to Scale Up for another week. So many of you know that I decided a few years back to leave the world of private equity to embark on something very different. And that was to help entrepreneurs and business owners realize freedom, wealth and impact from their business ventures. There was a handful of people that I looked to at that time as guides and mentors. One of those people was Tony Robbins, and one of the others was Dean Graciosi, and he is with me today on the show. So welcome, Dean, to Scale Up. Nick, uh, what, a, what a great intro. Great to be here with you, man. Uh, honestly, man, like I, I had this kind of thing where I had to make a change a few years back, and I thought, how the hell am I going to do that? And the first thing I did was start to lean into mindset, self-education, all those sort of things, which were very alien to me at the time. And then I yeah. embarked on your stuff. And I know your mission is to, is to do that, is to allow people to kind of learn stuff from the non-traditional education path, which is amazing. Exactly. I mean, you know, if you think first off, everybody who's listening right now, thanks for spending this time with us. We know, I know you have a lot of options. Uh, I promise Nick and I will get to some things that'll serve. Even if one thing makes a difference in your life, I <laughs> yep. think listen to this entire thing will be good uh, today. So thank you. 
Uh, and thank you for the invite, Nick. I, I think, you know, once you realize the difference between general knowledge and specialized knowledge, right? Either it's yeah. like going deep or going wide and you realize, wow, I shouldn't try to figure it out on my own. I shouldn't try to learn through general knowledge. Let me just find someone who's already done what I want to do and see if they're willing to share the path, right? That's, that's the high level of self-education. It is exactly that. And, but you know what? A lot of entrepreneurs don't do that. <laughs> a lot of them, you know, we talk about the shiny object syndrome and if I don't do this other thing over here, I'm going to miss out. And they're going that, as you said, that mile wide. Um, yeah. Let's get into all this today. Cause I, I definitely think your message is going to resonate massively with my listeners, but for people who don't know who you are, which there'll be a couple, maybe one or two, um, <laughs> let's just hear. Let's just hear who Dean Graciosi is and a, just a bit of your story. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, and and everybody, listen. I'll share enough just to get the context of knowing that I truly understand. I know what it's like to want to do more, be more, have more. At the same time, I, I know what it's like to be really broke and desperate, and watch my mother and father go through you know, working three jobs each and still can't pay the bills. And we got to move in with grandma because we're getting evicted from the trailer. We're in. I watched my parents get married nine times by the time I was 20 years old. We moved nine 20 times. Really? I didn't. Yeah. A lot. Um, uh, you know, and, and you just go back in history. My dad was the youngest of 12 who was physically abused. My dad was sexually abused. He never worked on himself. So he, he was in this violent place for a long time. He's in an amazing place now he's 86, but through my whole childhood and young adult twenties, he was in a really bad place because he just never worked on him. Right. And we get this opportunity, Nick, we get self-education. We can listen to Tony Robbins. We can go online and get therapy. Those, my dad's old school Italian didn't, he just fought his way through. Right. So I only give you that little context to know that it hasn't all been, you know, um, rainbows, puppies and butterflies. Right. Um, but we all have our story. <laughs> we all have our journey. And at this phase of my life, I'm glad that I went through that. Um, and then moving moving from that, you know, we all take something out of our past. The reason you're listening to Nick, maybe the reason you're listening to, to me today is something is not aligned in your life, right? Like you feel you're meant for more, to do more, impact more, serve more, create more, have more freedom, have more control. You have this burning desire. If you didn't, you'd be watching Netflix right now, not Nick, right? Or listening. So that's just a fact. So we could all agree we're here today because we know we either want to move away from something that's not aligned in our life. Like Nick just said in 30 seconds when he started, he knew we had to make a shift. Some of you, like right now, if you're in front of me, I'd say, raise your hand if you know you have to change, right? That would be half of you. Some of you, the other half are here because things are okay, but you know you're meant for more, right? You just know, like, I'm designed for this bigger thing. I'm designed to have freedom and creativity, not work in this monotonous thing that doesn't fill my soul. So I think I covered pretty much, you're not in front of me, I wish you were, <laughs> but I think I covered everybody. So know that that's the way I felt as a child. And I also, at the same time, said to myself, but I don't come from money. I had bad dyslexia. So school wasn't my thing, Nick. I, I didn't go past high school because I just, it was so hard for me. And there wasn't books on audio back then, right? So it's like, I try to read and it wouldn't comprehend. I'm like, I'm just going to go to work. And I bailed and I started working, cutting firewood, selling cords of wood. Then I started working on wrecked cars and fixing them. Then I started fixing those wrecked cars and selling them. Then I had a collision shop and an auto sales and tow truck company and started getting apartments, buying rundown apartments. And, and what was uh, the, Dean, what was the transition point? I mean, that, you know, there's a bit where obviously you just lent into it. You realize you need to make change, but was there, was there one catalyst or was it a build yeah. up over time? No, it's a really good question. Uh, here's something people probably more emotionally intelligent than me would probably tell you I'm crazy to share this with you. 
But sometimes you got to go to the dark side. And what do I mean by that is, I don't know, maybe Nick, maybe that's what there was a day where you just knew. There was a night for me and I won't get into this now, but you know, the, the reason I was smiling so much when you were saying about that, that, that almost that pull, right. You know, I know that I can mm-hmm. do something more and I know that I can feel more fulfilled versus what I was feeling at that point, that yeah. one night, that was the big change. I had to go to that point. I think now, as I look back in hindsight, because that was the catalyst for me that made me make the change or feel brave enough actually to step into yeah. what I do now. You got disturbed enough within action. I love that being disturbed within action. Like you need something to move you, right? And I would say there wasn't a night for me, Nick. It was more like um, when I said go to the dark side, meaning I didn't want to end up like my parents. I love my parents, but they struggled forever. And there was just this massive drive to run away from that pain. There was a massive drive. And again, we all have our stuff. I was running away from pain. I did not want to be like my dad. I didn't like that. I had different stepfathers and stepsisters and stepbrothers and step grandparents. And I moved in new schools and new friends and they had to go. And there was just so much chaos that yeah. I just knew at a young age, Nick, I just needed to be in control of my life. Like people that were my parents, though they loved me, I couldn't handle their, their crazy decisions. And I just had this drive that if I get successful, I can live life on my terms. I can create my own family. I, I remember being 14 years old saying, I will never, I have goosebumps because I haven't talked about this yeah, in a man, long time. I mean, I've got goosebumps as you're talking. <laughs> but I literally remember being 14 and thinking to myself, this isn't going to, I remember walking the mall and I remember seeing a couple. You asked me for a time, this is a little bit popped in my head and I swear okay. to you, I've never said this publicly. I was walking in a mall. I watched a husband and wife or a couple holding hands with three kids behind them. I could get emotional because they, we're so happy and so connected and so together. And at 14, by then it'd been six marriages and moving and crazy and violence. And, and again, not poor me, I swear to you, I'll tell you in a moment why it's all meant to be. But I remember seeing that couple and saying, someday I'm having that. That's my life. I'm not doing this. And I think I just fought for it my whole life. Like I fought, and I still have that kid that lives inside of me. I still play like I'm 10 points down. I don't, (laughs) I've had more success than I could ever imagine possible. So let me just share with you guys real quick that story. I had all those multiple businesses. I felt blessed. I was doing well, but I was still a little hosed up. There's probably a more elegant word than hosed up, but I was still probably doing it. We get it. We get what you mean. (laughs) Yeah. And at 27 years old, I bought Tony Robbins course off an infomercial and it just resonated with my heart. I was like, oh my God. All of that crap happened for me. God gave me that gift of that crazy family. And I have this burning drive that most people don't. I know how to, my dad used to freak out, Nick, like, like take a bat and and smash the windows in our house, smash the windows out of a car, flip our kitchen table over, fight with someone in the restaurant. And I moved in with my dad exclusively when I was 12. And by 12 and a half, I had a bleeding ulcer, so stressed about what he was going to do. And again, I don't share this. I'm only sharing this for a reason. But that was my gift from God because by 14 or 15, I knew how to read my dad. I could see the emotions he was going to have. I could feel him and I could spin my dad and keep him in a harmonious place. I And we ended up having this better relationship and my dad grew and changed. And then it was a time we didn't talk for a year and he came back and said, you're right. I'm wrong. I want to be a better man and a better father. All of that was my gift because right now, Nick, I can get on stage with 20,000 people and I can feel the audience of what they need. A lot of times I'll have a planned speech and I'll feel they need something different. I throw it away and I can lean into that speech. I can lean into a video. This is the career I have by impacting people's lives because I had to impact my dad. So all those things, when I got Tony Robbins, I'm like, oh my God, that's why I was gifted with the dad like him. I have to 
be thankful for that father. I have to be thankful I had dyslexia because it makes me listen better. I can listen something to want, Nick, I can listen to a whole book and almost memorize the entire book. But if I tried to read it, I couldn't. That's my gift. Now I can talk to you, Nick. I'll remember this conversation for life. So I started with this, oh my God, it's all happened for me. I can focus on solutions. And I had this fundamental shift in that moment that not only I could shift my life and be successful in a different way, I also said, wow, I want to be in this business. I, Tony took my money. I gave Tony money. He gave me his life experience and it shifted my life. He sold me knowledge. He didn't have to inventory it. He didn't have to buy it. He has a limited supply of it, right? He could sell it over <laughs> and over and it changes people's lives and you get paid to do it. I just remember saying, I'm doing what Tony Robbins does. That's it. And, and literally in my twenties, I started this journey in the self-education industry, that kid with dyslexia. I'm a multiple New York times, best-selling author. I've touched the lives of millions of people around the world. I'm partnered with Tony. I've started over 13 companies. I've had more success than I could ever imagine possible. Tony and I get to do cool stuff. Soon we'll be doing a, a challenge with a million people in it. Like that all Man, started. Do you, do you pinch yourself? I mean, when you, when you try and contextualize all that, Dean, right. You know, I did, there's a point I realized that you kind of, when you, when you surrender to stuff and you lean into it, you get the right people around you, you're in the environment, all that stuff. Cause I'm on that path a little bit, yeah. you know, start a bit later than you, but, but how do you look back on that now? Do you, do you go, wow. I mean, did you, do you expect it? Do you, how does it no, work in your mindset you know, I, now? I'll tell you for me, I don't take any of it for granted. I still am that kind of that kid on the inside that says it could all go away tomorrow. Like I used to have a voice that says, what if they figure out you're not that smart? You know, like I have, like that, I have that voice. Those, I have that voice sometimes. Yeah. Quite often. They're, they're, like, <laughs> some days I'm in a room and there's like two billionaires. And I'm there with Tony oh. and the owner of this and the owner of that. And like, Dean, what do you think? And I'm like, am I really supposed to be here? Like, what if they, you know, <laughs> I love like, that. I love um, that. But I have to tell you, I have to tell you, Nick, I appreciate this conversation today. And I appreciate those of you who are listening or watching because Sometimes we do forget. I don't talk about this story all the time. Um, and I have to tell you, when I first started doing this, well, I've been doing this for 26 years, something like that. But there was a time where people would ask, can you please tell your story? And I have to tell you, I, I get to do, I get invited to a lot of podcasts, a lot of things to do. I can't even say yes to all of them. I wish I could, but it's just impossible. And, and so many times people are like, we don't need your story. Everybody knows you, Dean. And sometimes you forget that journey. And I have to tell you, thank you for that question no, no, it's, it, today. And sometimes maybe I braze over it, but today I shared stuff that um, got well, into I, I want to thank you for being very personal with what you shared. And and there's the reason I asked is, is there's two reasons, actually. I asked because I do want people to get to know who you are and what you stand for and what you mean because of the impact you've made on my life. And people know my journey. I turned up to a Tony Robbins event. You know, I paid to go to a Tony Robbins event after I'd had this incident, which was basically breaking my teeth one night for stress. And that investment in myself, actually the first time I properly invested in myself, changed my whole paradigm about things. Yeah. And the reason I wanted you to share your story and the goosebump thing I was saying about myself is that there were so many parallels, like uncannily level, levels of parallels. And people listening to this, kind of what you've got to take away from that is whatever you've gone through, right? Whatever you've experienced, all those different things, you know, you've got Dean sharing his story. People know my story. I look back on all of those things now as gifts. You know, they, they, they somehow join together to, to make sense, but not always in the moment. Right. And Hardly like ever in the moment, there's never yeah. a time when stuff goes sideways, when, you know, something's going on in your life, when you're cracking the back of your teeth, because you're so stressed, you're not going, Oh my God, this is the most amazing experience. You know what I mean? I wasn't like, thinking, I wasn't thinking I can get a whole new set of teeth now. And like, they're going to be yeah, white. Exactly. I wasn't thinking that, yeah. <laughs> but in the, but, but the, I think the gift is 
whether it's an hour, a day, a week, a month, a year after you look back and go, oh my God, thank you, God, the universe, whatever you believe in for that happening to me or else you never would be here. I mean, if you didn't have that night, Nick, I would have never met you. Yeah. You wouldn't be impacting the people who listen to you, who learn from you, who you're coaching, who you're educating, who you're training. They'd never have the gift of Nick if you didn't have that moment. And some of the things that, you know, Tony and I both do is we want people to identify those moments. So it can be that shift. So you don't just, it's like the universe is talking to you and it's like, Nick, can you hear me? This is not your path, but you have the opportunity to shift that path at any time in life, whether that's 14, 40, or 80, we all have the opportunity to shift in a moment. Yeah. It's such an important message. And, and I'm so glad that I got that, that wake up <laughs> awakening yeah. when I did, because I knew the path that I was on was not the path I should be on. Now, just to sort of talk a little bit about where we are today, right? Because I know that over the last few years with pandemics, a lot of disruptions, social issues, economic issues, you have gone out and done some pretty amazing stuff right? What's your view at the moment now on the environment that we're in? And how can we as, I suppose, business owners, entrepreneurs, or maybe not even those people yet, maybe we want to do something different. What what do you think about the environment we're in and how we should adapt and adopt to what's going on? Really great question. And, you know, I probably would have answered this differently a decade ago. Yeah. Um, I've been through, I was in business, in this business in 07 when the world shifted. I was in business in 99 when the world shifted. And I probably would have answered it different then. But what I want to share, and I hope you really listen to this, but if you listen to nothing else to this interview, listen to this. The first thing that will be affected in your life as we continue to have polarized news, news pushing us apart, when I think we have way more in common than separate, but the news is pushing us apart. We have 40-year high inflation. It's inevitable, it seems, that we'll be in an official recession, though they say, most economists say we're in one right now. We have more um, diversity, so it seems, than ever before. And it's on the heels of two hours, two years of uncertainty with COVID. So it's like if someone could design for you to feel uncomfortable, to feel uncertain, to feel a lack of confidence, this is what the last three years has been. Let's give them COVID, not sure what's going on in life. Let's put them at home. Let's not talk to friends. Let's (laughs) let them be by themselves. Let's fight over should we mask or should we not, or should we vax or should we not? Let's push everybody to both sides and try to make it look like we all hate each other. And then when you just start feeling so insecure, you're not sure what to do, let's give everybody a recession and let prices go through the roof. I mean, it's it was like designed for you to feel uncertain. So if I'm going to go upstream and be honest, I would bet to say if you're if you're human, there you've missed opportunities in the past. You've missed opportunities to say the hell with this. I want to do what Nick did. I want to do my own thing. I want to do a podcast. I want to do a course, a workshop, a mastermind. I want to write a book, something, something you wanted to do. And there was a voice or an insecurity, or as Tony says, a story, a limiting belief that said, ah, nobody knows your name. That's not what you do. You're in finance. How are you going to do? You're going to do interviews. Uh, come on. And all you got that voice that's already cost you too much in your life, right? So we know we're always fighting that inner villain in today's world. They call it imposter syndrome. We know we're always fighting that. Just like I said the Nick, you feel sometimes, why, how am I in this room? Or they're going to figure out I'm not that smart. Nick and I both have it. No matter oh, yeah. what level you're at, you have it, right? <laughs> yep. But what I want to share with you, and I want you to hear me, is when the world gets more uncertain, whatever that story was, will have a magnifying glass on it. And what happens in times like this, when it magnifies, you're not that smart. You don't have money. It takes money to make money. You can't do your own thing. Nobody knows your name. Who would listen to you? Blah, blah, blah. All the stories we could have. 
what happens is we sit and kind of freeze and say, let's see where things go. And I want to tell you, that's what most people do. And that's why mm. most people are left behind. And that's why most people, this gets worse and worse, it gets worse in here first, and then it manifests into reality. So what I want to say before I give you any tactical or strategic things is do whatever it takes in your life to protect your confidence, to see that you can Google and realize that during a recession, during a rep- uh, uh, even a depression, it's when some of the biggest businesses are formed. It's when some of the most wealth is ever made. It's made by the people who are not sitting on their hands. It's made by the people who are investigating, who are, who are looking for opportunities, who are seeing where the puck is going. As Wayne Gretzky said, why he was such a good hockey player. You got to see where the puck is going. So this is not a time. So this is not about personal development today. It's a part of it, but I'm going to tell you, protect your confidence, whether that's listening to Nick, listen to Tony Robbins, listen to me, listen to anyone, listen to Jenna Kutcher or, or Brene Brown or read a book or, or watch a, a videos on YouTube or talk to the most positive person in your life. Find optimism, find strength, try to empower that inner person that you know you have inside of you. It's time to awaken that leader that's inside of you now more than ever. So that's, that's the foundational part. Secondly is, like I said, if the world is shifting, some industries will die, some will get affected, some will be flat, and some will exponentially grow. And that's the investigation side. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. And, and also the idea of you've kind of got to work on yourself you know, first really, right. There's a piece here where like, you know, instead of being the victim, like everyone else is saying, look at all these things happening to me, you know, I'm not going to accept that. I'm going to do something different to that. I get that. And then, and I, I, you know, you know, this stuff more than I know, but I imagine that you, the way you think about things, the way your mind then works and your emotions work is different. So you see opportunities maybe that you wouldn't have seen previously. Yeah. I mean, just yeah, and Tony does this, right? Tony, you, you're at UPW. Tony will say, I've done, I've done all the tiny stuff, man. But, but yeah, you look around the room, look around the room. You'll see where do you pick out blue? Where do you see blue? You see blue, yeah. you see blue. You, he goes, you want to see blue so bad. You're making stuff that's green turn into blue, but you're seeing blue everywhere. Right. <laughs> you're taking me back and, to date with destiny. Now I remember this. Very yeah. Right. And, and then, he, then he'll say, did anybody see red? And you're like, Oh no, I didn't see any red, right? Because you were focused on blue. You're even making, as Tony said, you're even making green shit look like blue in your mind, right? So you could win. <laughs> it's the same thing when the world shifts and the news is negative and your conversations around the dinner table are, oh, uncertainty. And oh my God, you see the gas prices. You see interest rates. Oh my God, housing market is crashing. You see people got laid off. You see Facebook laid off 10% of the people. So did Tesla. Oh my God. And you start all of a sudden, your brain will start looking for blue. If you associate blue to negativity, blue to things going wrong, blue to your life being over, and all you'll see is blue. But what if you could shift it and say, ooh, everybody's going to see blue. I'm going to see red. I'm going to see opportunity. Where is the opportunity? Where are people sitting on their hands? Why are people playing small? And how can I come out of this on the other side to be a better leader to my family, to have more security for my family and help the environment, help the country, help the world? Got it. So how do we do it? Because <laughs> as you said, we, we need to get the context before we talk about some strategies or some tactics here. But if someone's listening to this and they're going, do you know what? I, this makes a lot of sense, but I have no idea where to start. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm present. What do I do, Dean? What do I do? Yeah, great question. So one more thing. I'm going to give you a little more leverage. And I really want you to hear this. Yeah. I was so naive in 99 that I just kept working hard. And the shift in the economy didn't affect my business at all because I was just naive to it. I didn't watch the news. I wasn't, I'm not a big news person. I didn't watch the news. I knew things were changing. I just focused on me and where I was going. 
and my business did well. By the time 2007 came, that crash, my business exponentially grew because I was looking for opportunities um, when I knew a lot of people what weren't. But I'll tell you some of the things that I do, and then I'm then I'll. Can I just ask you that. this before we get into that? Were yeah. you working on yourself at that point? Were you, were you you know not in '99, a little bit in '99, a lot by 2007. Got it. Not Got as it. much as I do now. I, I if I could give myself a gift, I would go back and force myself at 20 years old to start working on myself. Yeah. Right. But doesn't matter what age you are, we can all start today, right? Yeah, got it. Um, but I heard, I think it was Ed Milet was on a podcast once. Um, and he said, imagine at the end of your life, you get to meet your maker. And your maker, God, universe, whatever you believe, played you a video of the man or the woman you could have been. And maybe you've heard it a million times. Maybe hear it for the first time. That like, literally think of in front of your maker who's got an iPhone and says, hey, watch this. And all of a sudden you see somebody who's more bold and more brave and who took uncomfortable action, who got disturbed with an action, who tapped into their full potential, who didn't settle. And could you imagine that feeling? I, I think I that would be never. one of the most horrendous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Particularly if you had to me, Yeah. When people say to me, Nick, I, I'm, I'm afraid, you know, I'm a little old. I, my family's going to think I'm nuts. If I mean, I'm sure your family thought you're absolutely crazy, Nick. Right? I had to, I had to change countries, man. I had to, I had to, I had to leave the whole environment I was in to be able to have the okay, space so, to do it. Uh, so listen, so if you think about it, don't wait until your teeth crack with stress one night, right? Because what you can do is put yourself in that moment right now, because could you imagine God or again, your maker playing you a video? Like imagine Nick in 50 years from now, 70 years from now, he meets his maker. Imagine if Nick didn't change and God or the universe played Nick a video and it said, man, the day you cracked your teeth, if you would have made that shift that day, you would have been doing this. You'd be interviewing Dean Graziosi and this one and that one. You'd be impacting lives. You'd been living free. You'd move state. And they showed you the video of this path you're on now, Nick. And you didn't, I, I got goosebumps again. Imagine if you didn't okay. make that shift and you lived in stress, you lived in angst. You kind of got along with your kids. You know, while you were looking at your phone, you're like, oh, I love you. You kind of watch the baseball games. You kind of pet the dog. You kind of saw the ocean behind you compared to where you're living and feeling and breathing and impacting. That video would be the most painful thing. I don't even know if you could handle it. You might explode, right? Imagine that feeling. So what's worse? Being a little insecure, being being Nick having to face his family and saying, I'm quitting and shifting careers, uh, feeling like you look might look a little silly if you do a live video or want to write a book. What is more painful, a friend thinking you're crazy or a little bit of failure or the end of your life seeing a video of the person you could have been? There's no comparison. So no comparison. as Tony uses, if we're going to use Tony's references, is how do you get more leverage to do this, not dabble, not go, oh, Dean, Dean and Nick had a great interview. I think I'll look at something else. Like, no, looking doesn't do anything. Dabbling doesn't do, if you dabble in your relationship, if you're not committed in your relationship, you know you don't have a good relationship. If you're not committed in your uh, health, you're not at the ideal weight or ideal health. That's just a fact. So what if today was the day you said, to just being the best version of myself? That's it. Like I want at the end of my life, I want my maker to play a video and everybody come around going, oh my God, this guy was a crazy bastard. Look at all this stupid stuff he tried. I can't, you had the nerve to try that? Like that's who I want to be. And I think Man, about I'm, that I'm all in. I'm all in on that as well. <laughs> Exactly. Because <laughs> like, you don't want to. I can't think of anything worse, right? When you think about it, right? Because, like, you know, it, that, that that you know, just going getting to a point maybe where you think, you know, what? I just didn't live up to my potential. 
right? You know, I had all I these opportunities. Oh. And you even say that not living up to your potential, right? Dale Carnegie said, uh, it was a quote that I read a decade ago. I love that. He said, the biggest plight of the human race is knowing you have more potential and not utilizing it. Ever I say that everybody goes right in the heart, doesn't it? It's like, (laughs) it's like, right. That's, that's the feeling. So if that evokes an emotion in you invokes you, okay. All right. Dean, now what now start now is more like a strategic side for me. What Tony and I, we've been in for 65 years is self-education, right? I I've been in for 25 ish years. He's been in for 40 something years. Jim Rohn shifted his life. Tony shifted mine, right? And I'm in this industry of selling my life experience, selling what I know, selling, you know, uh, strategies that I learn, impacting others through my life experience. And one of the industries, I think all of us, it's why Tony and I are doing this big free event. One of the industries I would urge you to investigate. It's one of the fastest growing industries. It was about a hundred million dollar a day industry uh, five years ago, four or five years ago, self-education could be e-learning could be the course workshop, coaching ebook, you know, online learning, whatever you want to call it. We call it self-education. It was about a hundred million dollars a day right now, as we're talking, it's almost a billion dollar a day industry. And they're predicting by 2028, it'll be $1 trillion a year industry. $1 trillion. Wow. I'll tell you also, like, you know, when you've got all these other industries that are struggling, right, you know, the, yeah, the tra- traditional down. things, right? And then you see this education, information, knowledge industry growing. What do you think is behind that? I'll tell you how it's thing? growing. This, I mean, is yeah. the, this is the cool part is it's not growing because of the Tony Robbins or me hmm. or it's growing because everyday people are realizing that the greatest asset they really own is their life experience. Because where, they're, where they are, somebody is starting off where they used to be. Yeah. And people want to bridge the gap by buying a course or having a mentor or having a coach, right? And people are realizing and, and people will start and say, I know you might be thinking right now, oh, I don't really have a following. Who would listen to me? I'm not an expert. I love, that's why we'll talk about it. I mean, I'd love for you to show up because I want to show you how that's, that's the old days. When I started, I had to do an infomercial. I had to spend a couple hundred thousand dollars. Coaching courses, workshops weren't that cool. It is one of the fastest growing industries on the planet right now. And when people say, what's my knowledge worth, Nick, I, I love, and then I love any questions you have. Yeah, um, sure. Because I could be going too quick here, but I always No, start. no, I'm conscious. I'm conscious. I'm being respectful of your time as well. Yeah, no, <laughs> but it's been amazing. No, I mean, I'll, as you said, the right message delivered at the right moment to someone can change their life. And I think we've delivered a number of different themes today. Yeah. So I think we've served. You have definitely served. <laughs> yeah, well, good. Well, well here's, here's what I want you to think about is the self-education industry. I believe every single human has a gift or an experience that someone else needs. That's a fact. And what Tony and I've been doing for the last five years is helping people unlock that, identify what is that experience that you went through? I mean, we have people that went through a divorce. It got ugly, then it got better. Now they're helping people have better divorces, child-centered divorce, how to to go vegan, how to do yoga, how to paint, how to, I mean, everything, how to do hair extensions, everything possible that people have learned, someone else is starting on day one. And this is what I always say to somebody. We're like, well, what's my information worth? So let me ask you, Nick, because you're the only one I get to talk to today. Sometimes I have a big audience, right? I've asked hundreds of <laughs> I'm thousands. I'm privileged of to be the only one in the hot seat. It's all very good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you had a day to prepare, I want everybody to think about this. Yeah. You had a day to prepare and you could go back and spend a full day with your 20-year-old self. What would that be worth to you, Nick? Oh, man. Priceless. Right. So that's just, you know, that's the answer. We've asked hundreds and hundreds of thousands. Priceless. 90% of the people put priceless. 
Another 10% put about, put millions, right? But just mm-hmm. think if you said, man, Nick, you prepared me. Like, I'm going to go really deep on, on your value as a human. And, and I want the, you to be aligned, or I want you to let go of the past you had, or I want you to be this way in a relationship. I mean, think of all the things of the value. When you say priceless, if you're watching right now, because I think 90% of you probably said that, somebody else is starting off where you used to be. And even if you're a chapter ahead of them, just a chapter, your information to help them go faster is priceless to them. And I'll tell you right now, if this was 25 years ago when Tony and I were in this industry and I wouldn't say it was time because there was no outlet. Now you have social media instead of social media using you. How about using social media, using it to find the ideal person who needs what you deliver. And that's why this industry is exploding and, um, and why kind of Tony and I are screaming from mountaintops that other people should be at least investigating and understand it. I'm smiling and getting goosebumps again, because it's kind of like a full circle piece. Cause the people who listen to this show on a regular basis know my story, right? So I, I turned up to, to UPW. I said, one day I'm going to share the stage with Tony Robbins and meet people like you, Dean. Uh, that was from, you know, I had nothing around me at that point, right? Then I said, I'm going to jump on the other side of the table from the, the private equity firm to the entrepreneur, and I'm going to help them get the value out of the businesses that they so you know beautifully create. And I'm going to educate and give them the playbook that the private equity guys don't want them to have. And so I've been in this yeah. industry now for four years, three and a half, four years. So I'm like the poster boy of this stuff. <laughs> That's why I'm laughing because you're right. Like it changed my world because I realized the more that I could help people, right? The more that I could give them this knowledge, this experience, it was serving me too, because I had too much achievement, no fulfillment. And that's the thing that broke my tooth, if I'm honest. Right. And wow. I had to get that cup. I had to equal the, the thing and you I had, had to, to contribute. Out. And that was the big change for me. So huge, man. Absolutely huge. So let me ask you. So you mentioned um, a free event that you guys have got coming up. I know you've done, you did something in COVID as well with Tony, but you've got something else coming up now. Do you you want to tell us a bit about that? Sure. Um, You know, with this shift in the world and because we're so grateful, I mean, Tony and I owe a debt of gratitude to this industry, right? Like Jim, Tony always says, Jim Rohn saved his life. I always say, Tony, you saved me. And that's all we talked about for our decade year long uh, friendship. And then one day we said, well, it's time. Let's, let's share and teach people how to do this. Right. Um, And yes, we did something during COVID and what we've done over the last four years is showing you everybody's mostly new people, how they should and can enter this industry with their life experience. Your inventory lives in here, right? As, as Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger, they just did their yearly I don't know if you saw their their presentation. Uh, Buffett said uh, during inflation or inevitable yeah. recession, he said, "Do two things. One, you probably already know it by heart. Invest in yourself. Get better at what you you know. Get so good that even if we change with Reichmarks, he said, or seashells or deflated money, if you're better, you just get more of it and you're going to be fine." And he said, "The second thing is invest or start a company that has higher margins." Yeah. And Tony were like. Oh my God, how could we not do an event really big to show people what's got higher margins than selling? Like you're selling your life experience. You're helping people go so much faster, Nick, to avoid problems, avoid complications, to maximize their exits, to do the things that they didn't know. You're helping them getting paid to do it. And everybody wins on a massive scale. But that information you shared, you don't have to put it in a warehouse. You don't have supply chain issues. No one can hold it ransom. You don't have to worry about freezing it. There's no expiration date, right? So Tony and I decided we're going to prop this probably the last one. We're going to do a five-day challenge. And it's going to, it's called the time to thrive. 
The reason we called it that is because this is a lot of time. This is a time where people think it's time to survive or it's mm-hmm. time to freeze. It's actually a time to thrive if you know how. So over five days, about 90 minutes, probably two hours a day when Tony's on it, Michael three, you know that already, Nick. I know, um, I know Tony. Yeah. He doesn't have a, have a, he has got a watch, but it doesn't work. No, but he doesn't because <laughs> he doesn't turn it on because if he feels like he's serving you, he's not stopping. Right? You know, I never so, want to leave oh, the room when he's doing that either, by the way. So <laughs> you don't never. So over five days, starting on August 2nd, um, day one, we'll show you why this industry, why now and why you and Tony, Tony goes day one, probably supposed to usually go an hour. He goes more like an hour and a half to two. He will blow your mind that you're getting this for free. Day two, we'll show you how to identify what it is you could be offering to the world and who to offer it to. Day three, how to package it, how to put it together, whether that's a course or a coaching program or a workshop or a mastermind. Think, I just love watching each day people go, I don't, oh, I could do that. Oh, I could do that. And the, I mean, hundreds of thousands of comments will come in. We've, we've literally started a movement with this. And I, I really do believe this is the last year we're doing it. Uh, day four, you'll learn how to elegantly sell it through service, not being a salesperson. And day five is just the magical day. And it's not kind of free. It's completely free. Um, you can go to thrive205.com. Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-205.com and reserve your spot. You'll see on the page, we got some great people coming with us too. Um, I don't know if you know Jenna Kutcher or Brendan. Yeah, Bichard, I know um, Alex Hormozzi. I know Alex. Alex does some Alex similar Hormozzi. stuff to me in the acquisition side. So yeah, I know Alex. I think he's speaking. Have you got Matthew yeah, Alex McConaughey? Alex speaking. Well? And we even got uh, Matthew McConaughey coming because wow. I love this book, Green Lights. This book's great. Yeah. Oh man, fantastic. Listen, we'll make so sure- it's going to be pretty special. We'll make sure that um, we put that into the show notes of this episode as well. I mean, you know, again, you know, without kind of, um, you know, going back and saying the same thing over and over again, you know, this is what I did. This is exactly what I did. There wasn't a challenge like this for me to lean into back, you know, 2017. I had to jump on a plane and get to Chicago and go to UPW, but I needed to do it. I was pulled to do it. And now you have, you know, the, the this is this is a virtual event, isn't it, Dean? So people can kind of it's do virtual, it from anywhere. Yep. And, and it's not just a little Zoom. It, you know, we spent a lot of money on our studios. Tony has a bigger one than me, but we bought, we built two studios where we have big surround screens and we can see people from 150 countries and oh, wow. go touch the screen and pull you up on the screen and talk to you in person. It's it's pretty magical. Everybody's awesome. got a front row seat. <laughs> Love it. No, so I'm just going to say to everyone who's listening to this, who's listened to my show for some time this is the opportunity maybe you've been waiting for. This is the time where you've been sitting there thinking, you know what? I know that I'm meant for more. I'm meant to do something different. You know, now is the time, right? Everyone else is going to be, or the majority of people are going to be going, oh, well, you know, I'm going to constrict and this sort of stuff. Rise up, you know, and take the opportunity that um, that Dean and Tony have presented you with this for sure. Oh, Nick, you're awesome, man. I appreciate this interview. And I, I love your story. I, I love your story. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll end one more thing. We mentioned uh, uh, Alex Ramosi, right? Alex has a similar story to you. He was had something called gym launch where he used to fly all over the country yeah. and he would go to your gym if it was struggling and would help you relaunch your gym, like a workout gym, help you relaunch it, get people to come in and sell people into memberships. And he just got so burned out going all over the country. He was sleeping on gym floors. He was having some momentum, so fried, ready to give it up. He said, I'm just done with it. And so he called someone and said, I know you sent me the money. I'm going to send it back to you. I just can't do it. I'm out of this business. And the guy said to him, well, couldn't you just show me how to do it virtually? And he was like, yeah. Like, <laughs> That's a gift. And now he just, he says it publicly or I wouldn't. Now he exited that company at $50 million yeah. because he virtually taught gym owners through online training, through coaching, through workshops, through courses, how to do your own gym launch, right? And it's just uh-huh. that shift. Like I used to do it 
And now I can get paid more and impact more lives if I share what I learned. Ding, yeah. right? And, so that's, just have, that's and just have an amazing life yourself. I mean, you know, I'm about to go traveling for the next few weeks. I'm going to LA tomorrow and then I'm going to um, Italy and uh, Greece with my kids. And we're taking the whole month of August off traveling around. Oh, good for you. And I'm, 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 I'm on the, the laptop, that made me right? the happiest. But I'm still serving everyone, right? But I'm serving myself and everyone. And it's a very different place. So listen, um, you've been very, very um, generous with your time, Dean. It's great to have you on the show finally. And actually just personally for me to say thank you to you for the oh, impact thanks. that you've made on my life. It's been amazing. So thanks for coming. Uh, we'll make sure that we um, let everyone know about Time to Thrive. Um, and yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure and an honor, sir. Thanks, Nick. Chat soon, everybody. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of Scale Up with Nick Bradley. If you enjoy the show just as much as I enjoy creating it for you, then I'd really appreciate you leaving a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And while you're there, why not subscribe to the channel so you never miss a future episode? It really helps me. It helps the show. Plus, it makes it easier for others to access the content that I'm producing week in and week out. And finally, if you want more information about anything you heard in today's show or to find out how you can get more help in scaling up your business and your life, click the link in the show notes now to learn about our coaching, mentoring, and mastermind programs. See you soon.